Hey, this offense can get crafty. It can get creative and move all kinds of pieces and parts around. It's not going to scare anyone without a consistent deep ball. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. If I'm Matt Canada and or Mike Tomlin, I would enter Latrobe with all four of my quarterbacks lined up launching bombs for the first two weeks of camp. couple reasons for that. One, you don't want to show off your playbook out there in public. Even reporters like me are allowed to report what it is that they witness out there. There's no NFL guidelines about what we can or can't share. Because, you know, everybody's there. Everybody can share it. So just just have them throw deep balls. And two, the wide receivers need to get back to remembering how to even attempt to catch such passes. I have some stats for you here. But before I read them, I, I want to make a point here that I'm not going to be in some habit of bashing Ben Roethlisberger. I don't believe in that. Uh, I, I believe that he's headed into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot, and he's earned it. However, there are things that happened over his past two seasons where he very obviously affected the offense, and not all of those were good. I talk about the good on a very frequent basis, but there also was some that wasn't, and probably at the top of the list was the inability slash unwillingness, take your pick, to throw the ball deep downfield. According to some advanced metrics, in the 2021 season, Ben completed 21 out of 71 pass attempts of 20 or more yards through the air, producing only 686 yards, six touchdowns, and three picks. 21 deep completions. Believe it or not, there were a dozen teams that were even worse than that since that figure ranked 19th in the NFL. Matthew Stafford had the most with 39, accumulating 1,544 yards as well as 10 touchdowns. Ben didn't want to put the ball up unless... The game was completely on the line, like there was no other choice. And what stunk about that, in addition to the obvious that it really, really tied the offense down, was that on some of those occasions, especially the one in Minneapolis where the Steelers nearly pulled off that ridiculous comeback that they (laughs) never deserved for the way their defense got gashed on the ground, Ben and Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson and everybody were hooking up for these Beautiful plays down the sideline, deep down the middle, everything. It looked like old school Ben. It was fantastic. And you wondered if it might not have been there more often had it been attempted. I'm way more inclined, incidentally, to point the finger at Ben there than at Canada. There's no way any sane offensive coordinator says, eh, we're not throwing the ball deep. Forget it. Now, again, pointing to Ben here more than the receivers, Claypool was the team leader with nine deep catches, 
Deontay had eight. James Washington had five. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's got to change. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online. Maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. Mitch Trubisky has some history of throwing deep when he was in Chicago, but then, you know, like all quarterbacks do, this, what we witnessed the last couple of years, is the outlier. You have to be able to stretch the field in order to pull the safeties away from the line of scrimmage. Or in the case of the Steelers in 2020 and 2021, to pull anybody away from the line of scrimmage. You saw it. It was laughable. It was laughable at times. You saw a formation of 10 people on the line and and one safety, and even the safety was about a yard and a half back. And why not? They knew that nothing and no one could hurt them. Mitch has been able to do that in the past, to throw downfield. He hasn't been great at it, but he's got the capability. Kenny Pickett showed, albeit in college, the ability to throw downfield. I still feel kind of weird, including Mason Rudolph in these discussions, but as long as he's still here, the one thing Mason can do is let it fly. He actually might be better at that than he is at a completion that needs to be made five yards in front of his face. So I don't see the quarterbacks, either from their history or arm strength or ability to move into the pocket and buy themselves a little bit extra time that you sometimes need to put that ball up, that's there. What I wonder about is the other end. Look at it this way. Let me ask you a question. Who's the receiver that you would think of first when it comes to catching the deep ball? Now, if you're a really advanced fan, you're going to probably say George Pickens or whatever. We'll we'll get to Pickens. He's a rookie. It's Claypool, right? Okay, Claypool caught nine of these, to repeat, last season. There's a lot of his skill set that I feel has been put on pause over his first couple years in the NFL because he wasn't utilized in this way more often. You know, the stuff that Chase himself, to his credit, was talking about with us at OTAs and minicamp where he said, I got to get better at going up for a 50-50 ball, a combat catch. If there's two guys on me, I still have to be the one who finds a way to come down with it. I've also got to be better at controlling my feet. You know what I'm talking about uh, when I reference that. You saw the the stumbles that he'd make, the awkward uh, seemingly tripping over himself at the very end of one of those types of plays. Maybe he'd be better at it now if he did it more often. Deontay, I'd actually put in a similar category, believe it or not. Deontay has shown the ability in a different way, meaning that he'll use his route running ability to find a way to break free and then just, you know, run underneath a deep ball. Hey, they all count as six, you know, it doesn't matter how you pull it off. But 
He wasn't thrown to in those situations either because nobody was throwing deep because Ben was at quarterback. Set up camp in a way that it's just Hail Mary from beginning to end. Of course, I'm being over the top here, but I do feel like it's going to have to be pushed back into this offense by force. When we come back, J1Q... portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by our friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. They are the one, the only, the premier destination in Pittsburgh for craft beer. More than 500 craft beers available, more than 350 of those local, and more than 80 of those on tap. Mike's can't be topped. Not for beer, not for the awesome kitchen and menu that's available, not for all the special events that are going on there. Check them out online at mikesbeerbar.com. Mike's Beer Bar, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. And today's J1Q comes from Beth Golmar, who says, Hi, DK. Question out of left field here. Have any of the players commented on those concussion-lessening goofy helmet toppers they were wearing this summer? Does it change their balance? Are they feeling any difference in the muscles of their necks? And even despite the health-related benefits, do they feel as silly wearing them as they look? Beth, yes, they talked about it. They joked about it. They had their fun. Mike Tomlin made his own statement to the players when he went on the field in the first day of minicamp when those were worn. They weren't OTAs at just minicamp since attendance for that is mandatory. And everybody got it out of their system. And then by day two, you really didn't hear much about it, either on or off the field. So there's a couple of things that I can share here, Beth. One is that these things are super lightweight. I know they might not look like that. I know they look like uh, Rick Moranis in Spaceballs. Remember when he played the 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 character with like the Darth Vader-looking helmet? Well, no, it's not. It's not heavy. It's not even something that you're aware of when you have it on, except that you're looking around at your teammates and they've all got one. So you realize that you do too, but not from a weight standpoint or not anything that would affect balance. Certainly not anything that's been heard from any of the athletes. Second, and this is infinitely more important, and I'm glad you mentioned it yourself. This is about their health. This is about their well-being. This is about helping, even if it's just a little bit, to ensure that these athletes can have a normal lifestyle after they're done playing, whether it's after just one camp or whether it's after 12 years. So you're not going to hear players push back on this sort of thing. They're aware of the news. They're aware of the effects. They're aware of what happened to Demarius Thomas, what's happened to a lot of other football players. And in fairness to football in any sport in which there are head injuries and concussions, we are way, way, way past the stage of athletes being in denial. And for that matter, coaches 
having the last call on whether or not a player should or shouldn't participate. There are now NFL licensed spotters all over the sidelines. There are now situations where star players, elite players, Ben did this in a game last year, will remove themselves from a game because they're not feeling right and go have themselves checked before they go back into the game. Why? Because, as we're seeing now, Ben's enjoying the fruits of the labors. Ben is with his family. Ben can live a normal, happy life, hopefully a very long one as well. All that stuff, Beth, I don't have to tell you, just means so, so, so much more than what we watch every Sunday. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do one more of these tomorrow.